This morning, I want to talk about some food hacks that you can use to change out some of the calories in your diet, make it more nutritious for your body, and help you to either lose weight or to stay on your plan if you are in the process of maintaining weight. So my name is CJ Johnson, and my background is in the golf industry. I had a talent for swinging that golf club, and I managed to turn that into a corporate career uh, where uh, I ran some large facilities for a big golf corporation. And it was fun. I loved it. It was a great experience. But while I was doing it, um, I paid attention to nothing other than my career. And by the time I was 38 years old, I weighed well over 250 pounds. I, I took that weight off. I've lost 100 pounds, and I have been able to maintain that weight loss uh, from that point in time until now, which I'm 56. Now is 56, so uh, it's been quite a long time. And it's really through a, a change of habits. I mean, it, many of you are on the TR90 products, and the TR90 products are wonderful, but if it was take a pill and get skinny, everyone would be doing it. We need to change our habits, our thinking, um, our cooking habits, our eating habits, along the way. And that's what this call is devoted to. And this morning, I want to talk about, you know, specifically, really, actually, four different cooking hacks, kind of three and a half. You'll see what I'm talking about. Three and a half different cooking hacks to um, help you to slim down, to give your body the things that it needs, and to really kind of get faster results while still kind of fooling your taste buds in a way. So this actually, for me, started out multiple years ago when I bought a book by celebrity chef Rocco Dispirito. And you may have seen him. You may not be familiar with him at all. But anyway, Rocco was kind of a large-ish chef <laughs> in terms of physical stature. And um, he started a, a quest to get fit. And he ended up losing some weight. I don't remember what it was. I want to say it's about probably about 35, uh, 35 pounds or so is what he lost. And while he was doing this, he created a cookbook called Now Eat This. And it's 150 of America's favorite comfort foods all under 300 calories. So what he did is he took some of our most Americans, most traditional foods and reformulated the recipe for recipes for us to be, um, to have less fat as well as less calories. And I will tell you this about his cooking methods. You know, sometimes you buy a cookbook and you don't, um, you don't have the talent, or at least I don't, you don't have the talent to cook, to do the cooking methods. This is really simple stuff. Um, and I'm just going to give you a little, uh, just a little preview of one of the things that I loved about this book. And I'm sure you can go and buy this. I know this book is probably now, I didn't even look at the date, but this book was printed in 2010. So this book is actually a 10 year old book. Um, but as an example, uh, he did a recipe. It's a really great recipe for macaroni and cheese, right? We would never think of having macaroni and cheese on our diet plan, but our brains may be saying, oh, my gosh, I need to have that macaroni and cheese, especially if you see kids or grandkids eating macaroni and cheese. That He, he did say that was his most requested 
recipe um, in in uh, when he wrote this cookbook. And one of the things he did to do the macaroni and cheese is he uses this onion and garlic puree. And it's a Vidalia onion with a lot of garlic and a little bit of water. And, and, and essentially, you microwave it for about 10 minutes. And then you turn it into a puree in your in your uh, uh, food processor. And that's the base of this particular mac and cheese dish. Now, he also uses things that, you know, he does use reduced fat cheese. Uh, in here, some reduced fat cheddar, but he also uses a Parmesan cheese and then a yogurt to give it some of that creaminess, as well as uh, some breadcrumbs, some whole wheat panko breadcrumbs to give it some of that crunchy that we tend to love in a mac and cheese. And as he does that, the, the total recipe generally in a mac and cheese before he did that to it is about 32 grams of cat fat and about 670 calories per serving. In his recipe, it's 6.5 grams of fat and 227 calories. So here's a way for you to eat mac and cheese if that's what you were really craving and keep it on your plan. Now, I use this example from the cookbook to tie into a couple of different options that we can have in some of our dishes and, and that tend to appear for us on a daily basis. So the first, the very first one is rice. Okay, so rice is a big part of a lot of American meals, right? And there's white rice and brown rice and stir-fried rice, sticky rice, wild rice. I mean, how many different kinds of rice can we possibly have? Now, the thing is that all these types of rice, uh, even the brown rice, and, and, and I know that we think of brown rice as a, slight, as a healthier alternative, and it is, but they're still all packed with carbs and a lot of calories. Now, it's great for you if you are an athlete, you're somebody who does daily workouts, um, you're very active physically, but it's not so great for somebody who doesn't have a lot of activity and maybe is, you know, has a fat loss goal. So how can you solve this problem without giving up rice completely? What else can you possibly do? Okay, here's a suggestion, cauliflower rice. Okay, now I'm going to tell you here, don't tune, don't tune it out because I am not, I love veggies. I have to tell you, cauliflower is not one of my favorite go-to veggies. But cauliflower rice is really good. And it's pretty, it's just really simple to make. You take a head of cauliflower, wash it and trim it, you know, get the leaves and the stems off. You just kind of then cut it into small pieces and you can put it right in your food processor with the grating attachment. And what that'll do is that's going to create a just a very rice type of consistency. Then you just take it and you put it into a large skillet with a little bit of olive oil, some salt and pepper, and just gently heat it over medium for about five minutes. It's simple. It's easy. It is so easy to do. I have started using um, cauliflower rice as, as for a majority of things where I would use regular rice. And even though my husband isn't necessarily, he's never really had a lot of problem with, um, with weight, he looks to eat healthy. And so he looks to have a better balance at this point in time in his life and not so much carbs. So when I make him dishes, I just substitute this out. And like I said, it's just super, super duper easy. 
So that's one way, one little hack to take it out. Now, the next one is noodles, right? Um, and I'm Italian. I grew up Italian. I like pasta. But, you know, for me, it's really more about the sauce. I do a homemade sauce. And that's what kind of makes it. Because if you really look at it, noodles alone, noodles all by themselves, they're kind of nothing, right? I mean, how many people eat noodles without anything on it at all? I mean, even the most basics of things, people will put butter and garlic and things like that on, on, um, onto the noodles. It's usually the sauce. And unfortunately, noodles are, are, are like the rice. They have lots of calories, lots of carbs, and they can get in your way of losing weight, losing some fat. So instead of just eating that bowl of sauce, what can you put it on? Well, one of the things that I like to use is zucchini noodles. Now, again, I'm going to tell you here, don't knock it till you try it. Try and keep an, uh, you know, an open mind. Um, take and wash it. Now, here, here's where you could use at times a, um, a different type of peeler. So it could be you could use a vegetable peeler if you want um, kind of a longer, thin-ish noodle. You could use it like a string peeler, so it comes out more like a um, more looking like spaghetti. And so wash the zucchini, and then run the vegetable peeler down the sides of the zucchini. I like to take the skin off the zucchini. I sometimes think it, it tastes just a little bit, uh, just a little bit um, bitter to me. Uh, so wash it, take the skin off of it, and then run the peeler down the sides. And you're going to create these kind of either long, wide noodles or ones that look like uh, spaghetti. When you reach that seating inner part, go ahead and stop, um, because that, to me, is not necessarily the good part. Now, it, the other part to this is zucchini noodles don't require any cooking. You can just simply put them on your plate, put your favorite pasta sauce on it, and then you are set to go. Now, I like the zucchini noodles in particular because they still, I always liked my pasta a little bit al dente, right, with a little bit of crunch to it, although they do soften if you put a warm sauce on top of it. I like the zucchini noodles a little bit better than I like the spaghetti squash, which is another alternative if you're looking for noodles. So with the spaghetti squash, what you could do is you could take, and generally I poke holes in that spaghetti squash with a fork. Uh, I put it in the microwave for, oh, usually about five minutes. And after five minutes, it is soft enough where I can cut it into two, two pieces because then it just seems to cook just a little bit easier. Uh, so I cut it again. My microwave, I generally am somewhere around 10 to 15 minutes for spaghetti squash in the microwave. And then you take a fork and you simply um, use the fork to, to peel the meat out of the center of the spaghetti squash. Um, another great alternative and a wonderful way to do this. But as you can tell, I just gave you the preparation for the spaghetti squash versus the zucchini noodles. The zucchini noodles are really fast, much, much faster to do. Um, so I, that's something that, boom, I can have on the plate within five minutes, whereas the spaghetti squash, just the microwave time alone, uh, is 15, generally 10 to 15 minutes, and then I now need to um, take and pull the meat out of the squash. If you're not using a microwave, if you're baking a spaghetti squash, it's generally about an hour. Uh, so either one are healthier alternatives to noodles. 
but the zucchini is just a little bit a uh, little bit quicker so give that a try now let me bring it home with number three and i think this one is probably you know the, ha the hack here is you know how do you substitute for bread buns and tortillas right and and i think cauliflower rice and zucchini noodles um are 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 probably not as um, we don't always think of that one with this one we kind of think of uh, you know, how do we substitute for bread, bread, buns, and tortillas? Because we've been doing this in the restaurant. If you're a West Coaster and you have um, uh, an In-N-Out burger, they've done this for quite a while. In-N-Out burgers, they call it served protein style. And that's served without the bun. Now, you're on a healthy plan. I don't know that I'd recommend that you be eating at an In-N-Out burger. But if you are, if that's what you're eating for the day, it would definitely be better to do that without having the bun. And again, in those rolls, typically, lots of empty calories, lots of carbohydrates. Um, and it's harder to lose fat because what happens is instead of going to our fat storage, when we're eating those types of foods, that's what our body converts to energy first. And we really rather, if we're trying to change our bodies, we really want to have it go into our fat storage. So we need to either eliminate some of those or to use some of the complex carbohydrates. So in this case, if we're eliminating breads, buns, and tortillas, it's the lettuce wrap. And as I said, it's generally more popular, but essentially what you take as an example, if it is a taco, you take some nice pieces of lettuce. And I will say this, generally the one that um, works the best is a iceberg lettuce. However, iceberg doesn't always have a lot of nutrition in, inside of it. And it does have a really nice crunch, um, which appeals to uh, many of our taste buds, including mine. Uh, I like to use a butter lettuce as well because butter has that same type of shape, almost like that cup shape that you could put things in. So you can put um, tacos. How about putting your sandwich right in there? You know, if you're going to have a turkey sandwich for lunch, like a little turkey and cheese sandwich for lunch, you can put it right inside of the lettuce instead of putting it on a um, bun. Um, uh, the Chinese dish. It's escaping me. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Because I, I, I know like P.F. Chang's actually serves this with the lettuce wraps in it. It's kind of like a chicken satay that they put into the uh, lettuce wraps. But so you can do that with burgers, sandwiches, tacos, anything really that needs a bread or a bun. Tortillas, right? Put your beans right inside of there and then add your filling whatever filling you're putting in and you have a nice tasty alternative and it's generally pretty easy to grab and put straight into your mouth so those are some of my favorite hacks again the book was now eat this by rocco Despirito. if you're interested in that i'm not sure if it's still in print like i said i've had this for a while but it's a fantastic book and then the three hacks were trying to replace rice in your meals using cauliflower how about changing out your noodles and then looking for uh, to save a few calories on your breads, your buns, and tortillas. So we've come to the end of our call. I am going to stop the recording first.